Welcome back to Straight Up Sports Talk. Thanks for tuning in. This is Weekend Prep, episode number three of Weekend Prep, I believe it is. We're here getting you ready for week three in the NFL and the start of the SEC season in college football this weekend. The SEC starts tomorrow, which is Saturday, and uh, with a great slate of games, I think it's going to be exciting to watch. You got the returning and the defending champions in LSU at home to take on Mississippi State, Alabama against Missouri. You got Tennessee taking on South Carolina and some just some great gains on tap. Kentucky and Auburn as well in there. Florida, Old Miss. I think it's going to be a great weekend for college football, Sam. It really seems like last week was a pretty full weekend of college football. Uh, but this weekend, I feel like it really, really gets into full swing. And we're going to you know have that nostalgia of it you know being college football in in September yeah I, I think I agree with you there with the with arguably I think everybody agrees that SEC has the best uh, college football conference hands down uh, sorry Big Ten fans out there but it's just the truth so I think with that the addition of them coming back some really great uh, big Big 12 games Big Ten games going on or not Big Ten Big 12 games going on I'm really excited for this not only that, we've got the NBA Finals still going on, NFL still going on, and the Stanley Cup Finals going on. So it's it's really a great week all around. Oh, yeah, it is definitely going to be busy. And uh, if you can't find anything sports-related that you want to watch on TV, then you're not, uh, you're not looking very hard. Uh, and this, you know, it, it's kind of a, a big weekend for college football uh, in the sense that a lot of more teams are playing uh, with you know the SEC obviously, but this also feels like a weekend where we've had a lot of uh, postponements, cancellations of games due to players testing positive for COVID-19. The biggest one being Notre Dame. Uh, they had seven players test positive, I believe, so their game against Wake Forest will be postponed. Um, Tulsa and Arkansas State's postponed. South Florida and FAU postponed. North Texas and Houston postponed. So this really feels like the first big weekend of uh, postponements. Again, we're not till Saturday yet, so we could still see some more postponements along the way. But Sam, you look at uh, week four, technically, for college football. What are some matchups that you like to see uh, out there? What are some teams that you're looking to watch this weekend? Uh, I'm really excited to watch West Virginia take on Oklahoma State. I'm a big Jared Doge fan who's currently um, the quarterback at West Virginia. He he had a, uh, he wasn't the start till late in the season, came in, did his thing, and now I'm excited to see what he can do. He's only led West Virginia to a one and a record this season, but I think it's definitely an upset game to watch considering the, how just kind of everybody predicts Oklahoma State to be so good this season. Also, I'm a big, I'm, I'm repping Army this year. I think, I think it's a great story to watch. Maybe they can even get to the college football playoff with, that, with all the craziness that's going on playing against Luke Fickle and Cincinnati. Those are the two games I'm watching. Those are some good matchups. You, you mentioned the Oklahoma State matchup. It's something I look at there. They play. They opened up at Stillwater last weekend against Tulsa, and they struggled. It was a 16-7 win, and a win is a win, but uh, they kind of struggled on all aspects of the ball. Maybe that's because you know you didn't have those uh, preseason kind of exhibition scrimmages that you normally would have and, and such like that. They get going against West Virginia. I think it's going to be a good game. I think West Virginia is going to come in there and try to wreak havoc among the uh, Oklahoma State squad there. Games that I'm looking at, I'm really high. I just told you right before we recorded here, I'm kind of high on Miami this this season. Uh, coming into the season, I wasn't too high on them. Uh, but I think Miami can, can be one of those teams that's going to be up there in the top ten come the end of the season. 
They open up against Florida State. I think it's going to be a great matchup to watch there, 730 on ABC. Um, and Miami comes in. They're 11-point favorites. You know, the Seminoles last week losing. They're 0-1. Uh, Miami 2-0 and 1-0 in the ACC. I think Miami has done a lot of uh, good things for them. You, you got the transfer in Derek King from Houston. I think he has done really good things and is going to get better uh, during his stay there at Miami. I like the Hurricanes over the Seminoles this weekend. Uh, other games that I'm looking to watch, I, I like the the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns. I think they've been a story, you know, that started last uh, bowl season when they knocked down a – I'm drawing a blank on who they beat, but they beat a pretty big team uh, during the bowl season last year. I believe it was – it wasn't Auburn um, – but I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on, on who they played. I'm going to look that up real quick just because it's driving me crazy. But uh, the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, they went up and beat Iowa uh, Iowa State in week number one. They beat Georgia State last week in overtime. I, I like this team a lot. I think they can, they can get up there in the ranks. Uh, yeah, last uh, bowl season, they beat Miami of Ohio in the Lending Tree Bowl. So not as big as a team as I thought. I don't know why I thought it was Auburn. I thought it was a bigger team than that. But nevertheless, they beat the MAC champions. I like the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Then they got a good name. Yeah. It's a fun name. And another thing I'm looking at, I'm looking forward to watching what uh, recruits uh, Deion, ja- or Deion Sanders can bring in as the Jackson State coach. I think he recently got a, a transfer from a Power 5 school, and he recently offered a five-star uh, who hasn't committed yet. So I'm really excited to see what he can do with that program now that he's coming into uh, Jackson yeah, State. Yeah, you bring up a great point. Deion Sanders announces a Jackson State head coach this uh, past week. I think it's going to be fun to watch and see what he can do there at a lower-level HBCU school. So I think it's going to be, uh, you know, the scape of, of college football might change a little bit with him in there. You know, you might not see all of the big Power uh, Power 5 uh Athletes going, you know, to some to that smaller HBCU school in Jackson State, simply because of Coach Primetime, and for them to get him in there, I think was was a, an amazing feat as well. Uh, but yeah, college football this weekend it's going to be exciting. Is there any way that Mississippi State and Mike Leach wreaks havoc down there and at Death Valley at LSU? Oh, I I think so. When you look at what they're lo- what they lost in Joe Burrow, not to mention Justin Jefferson on that team. And I believe they had another wide receiver opt out. There, people aren't really high on LSU this season. So with Mike Leach's offensive kind of guru ness that he has within him, there, there's no doubt in my mind that I think he could potentially pull an upset. I don't know if they can win, but I, I think they'll keep it close uh, down there at Tiger Stadium this weekend. That's a three thirty game, uh, and LSU is favored in that game by uh, sixteen and a half points. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there with the SEC. Uh, the, the Mid-American Conference going to vote tomorrow to play a football on a six-game schedule. Sam, your thoughts on this? Do you think that they get it done and they play? I think so. Again, I have voiced my kind of displeasure, I would say, in w- not waiting until spring. But I, I think they will get it done just for the – there's so many factors involved, so many people want them to play that I think they will end up voting to – uh, play in the fall, but I don't necessarily agree with it. But if they want to bring action early, I'll be here to watch it, or maybe go if they allow fans somehow go watch it in person. But either way, I think they will decide to play in fall. Yeah, I think they will too. I think it's a it's a great decision to do that. Um, 
even though it's only six games, it, it allows you to stay on track for next season. Uh, it allows you to be done before the NFL draft and all of these aspects that are important in the college football realm, start spring football on time and do all that stuff. So I think that is important that they play this fall. And I mean, they really don't have any grounds to, to vote no. I know at Ball State we don't. I mean, last check, we had 29 people with, with COVID-19 that had tested positive and are actively quarantined. That's it. So I know our president has no grounds to vote no. He might, but I don't think he has any grounds to vote no for football. I hope he votes yes. I hope all the MAC presidents vote yes. If there's any, I don't, I don't think you have any problem with the Michigan schools. Uh, maybe a few problems with the Ohio schools, but... Um, I think the Mid-American Conference plays, and I think they start when the Big Ten starts. It's going to be fun. I think, you know, the return of Maction in the fall is, is something that everyone looks forward to. So I think the Mid-American Conference does play. Yeah, I, I agree with you from the uh, one source I do have. He was pretty confident in the fact that they will be playing in the fall. But beyond that, like, I, I, think, they, I think I do agree with you in the fact that I think they will just kind, kind of – give in to kind of peer pressure and say, yeah, we'll play in the fall. Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes a little bit of peer pressure is, is what it takes and what it needs to get done. All right, Sam, let's get to some NFL action here um, on weekend prep. Got a lot of good matchups on Sunday. The Monday night matchup is just phenomenal. Kansas City and Baltimore, I think, is going to be a fantastic matchup at M&T Bank Stadium in Maryland. So uh, your thoughts initially looking over this schedule um, for week number three in the NFL, any games that stand out, any games that you're keeping a close eye on? Um, I'm kind of looking at Lions-Cardinals. For one, everybody's been high on the uh, Cardinals and whatnot with the amazing performance Kyler Murray has done not only uh, on the, through the air but on the ground, not to mention D-Hop's performance. But I feel like the Lions definitely have a decent chance to make a run at them. I know everybody just shot them down after they blew that lead against Chicago. But through three quarters, they look like a dominant team. And I'm, and I'm still hoping out that even though that they have their ways of just losing leads, that they can keep this game close with Kenny Galladay returning and Marvin Jones and whatnot in that staff, trade flowers on the defensive end. I'm really excited about this Lions team, even though they haven't performed up to uh, the that I the level that I think they can play. But I think the Lions can keep that game close. I think they can too. The Lions, you know, you mentioned the rough start for them, uh, 0-2, and you know, a close one against the Bears that they really shouldn't have lost, and then blow out to the Packers. So. Yeah, that, that game is going to be interesting. It's a 425 game, so uh, a lot of eyes will be on that one. And more late games this uh, this week than last week. But games I'm looking at here, I'm looking at Dallas and Seattle. I mean, Dallas with the phenomenal comeback last week against Atlanta. How much momentum of that can they carry over to Seattle, who is coming off a win on Monday Night Football against the Patriots? So I think that matchup is going to be good to watch. Uh, that is in Seattle as well. So uh, that's, a, that's a factor uh, as well. The Monday night matchup, Green Bay and New Orleans. I think that this could be an NFC championship preview. Um, I, I truly do believe that. Green Bay, uh, you know, they were one game away from an NFC, uh, or they were in the NFC championship game a year ago. So one game away from the Super Bowl is what I meant there. Yes, they didn't pick up that many pieces in the offseason, but – I still think they have the skills. I think Aaron Rodgers, I mean, if you've watched Aaron Rodgers, he's on every Tuesday with Pat McAfee. He said uh, this week that, you know, his, just, his mental health is in a very, very good state. 
he uh, and and that goes back in April. The team hired a like a mental health specialist almost, and so maybe that is a factor as well. And Aaron Rodgers, I think Aaron Rodgers, it's not a revenge tour, but it's kind of like a you know I, I don't know what kind of tour it is, but I'm on board. Yeah, kind of an fu tour. Uh, is kind of what I was getting at there. That's in New Orleans. I think that's going to be a fantastic matchup. And uh, New Orleans with their like their third straight primetime matchup. They've had the late game in week one and then um, the, mon- uh, the Monday night matchup and then now the Sunday night matchup. So it should be fun to watch. Monday, Kansas City, Baltimore, Sam. What, what do you take away from, from that matchup? I mean, I, th- I think what's going to be interesting to see if the Chiefs can bound back. I thought I think everybody thought the Chiefs were superhuman and could never be taken down a notch. But I think that game against the Chargers kind of turned some heads. It was like, hey, this team isn't as flawless as we thought. And with the Ravens, I mean, they've just been unbelievable this season. Even with uh, them releasing Earl Thomas, I don't think anybody expected them to even perform to this level. I thought people thought Lamar Jackson would not just simply like tank out, but just have a little bit of a drop off from last season, but he looks phenomenal. So I'm just really excited about these two two and O teams going at it Monday night. Sunday night, as you mentioned, really good. Packers being without, or potentially being without Devontae Adams, Saints being without Michael Thomas. That's that's just the storyline in in of itself. How good are the Raiders, Sam? I talked about it before the season started. I said Raiders, sleeper team, let's go. Now they're 2-0, a big win on Monday night last week um, against, the, against the Saints. The Raiders are legit. I put out a poll on Straight Up Sports Talk on Twitter and said, you guys think the Raiders are legit? Came back like 65% said yes. So I think they are. I, I am wholeheartedly, you know, these are the teams that I'm in on this year. I'm in on the Raiders and I'm in on the Saints this year. I think these are those are two teams that can have great success uh, this season. The Raiders, Sam, I want your opinion because I'm really high on the Raiders right now. I want your opinion on, on, on the Raiders. What do you think that, that uh, what do you think they are capable of doing? I, I think their potential is, as you mentioned, a really great team. But the one thing that concerns me is that defense. Like, I understand they had a a great game holding to Drew Brees. But, again, it was against without Michael Thomas, so we got to take that into consideration. And they let 30 points against the new uh, offense that Panthers. And I understand why you're so high. This offense looks phenomenal. Josh Higgins being on my fantasy team, I know how good the Raiders' offense is. Now, Considering the fact that they can they can put up points with the best one, we've seen 34 points from both week one and week two. So their offense is undeniable at this point. I think they're really good, have a really good offensive game plan. But I'm just really hesitant to put this team as a contender until I see a I see consistent defense from them. Like they did help hold Drew Brees to just dink and dunks the entire game. But I want to see what they can do against their next games against the Patriots and Cam Newton then Josh Allen against the Bills, and then Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Then I'll make my call because I think those are going to be the true tests that will determine if this team is real or not. Well, they definitely have a juggernaut of a schedule coming up, uh, You know, like you mentioned, in New England, and then uh, are they on the road for the Bills? No, they're home for the Bills and then at the Chiefs. Two of the next three on the road, and then you go uh, and host Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So, yeah, it's going to be a challenging schedule for them, but if you can come out of that – with, with a winning record still, I think you're in a very, very uh, good shape to do well. So 
like you mentioned the defense. I think it, a lot of teams come back to that. A lot of teams at the beginning of the season that we look at and say, man, this team has a really good offense uh, and they're scoring points and they're winning games. And then you get later in the season, and that's when the defense is is a, is a factor. That's when your defense is a factor, when your offense is worn down, when your receivers are a little banged up from just the wear and tear of the NFL. So I think – we're going to see more of that flaw later in the season, and it's ultimately going to hurt them later in the season and in the playoffs. But this is a 10-win team. Yeah. I, and no I, doubt a 10-win team. I, I think so. And what another thing that, that got in my mind was I, I was watching that game, and the Raiders' offensive line didn't look great. Like, let's be honest. Like, Josh Jacobs for as good as he was, and he put up yards after contact like the best of them. But, man, was he getting tackled in the backfield a lot. And not to mention Derek Carr, Derek Carr did a tremendous job of, of getting the ball out of his hands. But at the same time, with Richie Incognito, I just saw being put on IR, that's going to hamper the offense line even more. So I'm just worried how much this offense can put up the production they have in the past. Yeah, it's going to be fun and interesting to watch how that plays out. And, you know, the division, Kansas City, Los Angeles, the Chargers could potentially be, be in contention there. It'll be, be fun to watch. Uh, so that matchup uh, with the Raiders and the and the Patriots one o'clock on Sunday. This is a team, and 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 we're gonna get to this. Ma- we're gonna get to this matchup next here. Cincinnati, Philadelphia. <laughs> I, I really like the Bengals in this one. I, I don't think I think Philadelphia is terrible. Yeah. I think they a five win team max max five win team. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Eagles either. I mentioned this in the past. Carson Wentz just like doesn't do it for me as a as a starting quarterback not to mention Jalen Rager's gonna be out I think almost half the season if not the full season doing injuries Alshon Jeffries doing his own uh, injury bug they lost Nelson Aguilar in free agency like this team the the defense could only do so much and at the end of the day you have to put some offense on the board and I, I think as good as Miles Sanders is he just can't do it for him yeah, it's it's gonna be a struggle for the Chiefs offensive or for the Eagles offensively uh, on on Sunday. Houston Pittsburgh, I think, is a good matchup. I I think Big Ben in the Steel City, Houston, who who um, is off to a D, uh, an zero and two start, so not not as as good. For some reason, I thought they were one and one, but off to an zero and two start uh, with losses to the Chiefs and the Ravens, which is a tough starting two games. Uh, they're going to try to get their first win against the Steelers, but I think the Steelers are, are have the potential this season. But again, it goes back to that defense. Sam, I, I worry about their defense. I don't know. I'm more worried about their offense. Like their defense has some unbelievable talent. When you look at last season, I believe they're the top three defense last year. They didn't lose a lot at any from the previous season on defense. So I'm not so worried about that. I'm just. I, hopefully James Conner can stay healthy. That's what I'm worried about. And hopefully Big Ben can, can can continue on the path that he's done. Because over this past two games, he's looked pretty solid considering he had elbow surgery just a season ago. So, yeah, like I'm, I'm really um, excited for the Steelers team, but hopefully the offense can, can keep it up. Yeah, their offensive problem there is they got Eric Ebron in there tied in. Mr. Sir drops a lot. So... That could that might be problematic down the road, but we'll we'll see with the Steelers. I think they're a wait and see kind of team. I think they're a t- you know typical Steelers ten win team potentially makes a playoff 11, 12 win team possibly. Um, it'll be fun to watch. All right, Sam, let's get to our favorite segment. We've been waiting for it all show. Let's get to the favorite segment. Everyone enjoys. Lock it down. We'll pick two games from the weekend in the NFL, and uh, me and Sam go head to head all season. Sam, you're four and zero. I'm three and one. 
take me through uh, what happened last week with you and uh, what your picks are for this week. Um, last week I did pretty good, as you mentioned, two and zero. I had the Jaguars keeping it close with the Titans. They did. They almost beat them. Uh, they unfortunately didn't. Only lost by three to the Titans, so that's a win for me. And also Broncos keeping it close with Steelers, even without which kind of which I didn't think they would with um, Drew Lock going down, Cortland Sutton suffering a uh, uh, season-ending injury. They still only lost by five, so the Broncos somehow got it done to keep it close to. Uh, Keep it close enough with the Steelers. Yeah, the the injury bug from the NFL last week was uh, that was tough. That was that was a t- tough to watch. All the injury reports come in uh, throughout the day on Sunday. Mm-hmm. All right, my locks are my last week for me. Uh, last week for me, I got off. I, I had the Falcons. Uh, or I had the Cowboys. I had the Cowboys to cover. That's what it was. I had the Cowboys to cover three and a half. They obviously won by one. Uh, even though they won, I still lost the pick because I did bet the spread. And then uh, my final game, I won Cardinals uh, covering over Washington. They won by 15. I think the cover was eight. So I got that win. I'll go ahead and I'll give you my picks, Sam, here first. Uh, Bills over Rams this weekend. This is a straight money line uh, bet. I'm not betting the, 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 the spread, which is two and a half in favor of the Bills. I'm betting the money line here. Bills. The favorites, I like them in this matchup at home in Buffalo. That that was a big – this is kind of a pick em game for me. And the pick em for me kind of I like to lean towards the home team. So I'm going to go Buffalo here in this matchup. Will the offense of Jared Goff and the Rams prov- uh, provide difficulty for the Bills in their Bills secondary? I don't know. That That's going to be kind of the determining factor in this game. I like the Bills, Bills Mafia all the way. And uh, that, that's my first pick. Giants over the 49ers is my second pick. The Giants, they're home dogs against the depleted 49ers. I'll take the Giants and the three and a half points that they're getting in that matchup. The 49ers, I think, you know, it's the 49ers are banged up, right? They're not, they're going to be without their quarterback and Jimmy G and without Mostert, right? And uh, so I think, not just the injury aspect, but, you know, kind of the shell shock that the offenses went through this week. Okay, now we got to learn, you know, new quarterback, new running back. And this goes to off-season training. Well, we didn't have that much off-season training this year. So the reps with the second-string quarterback and second-string running back, third-string running back, fourth-string running back aren't there. So I think that provides big issues. And they're on the road so that you lose kind of an extra day of practice there. I like the Giants in this Even one. Even without Saquon? Giants without, yeah. And honestly, when I made the pick, I kind of forgot that Saquon was out. But now you mentioned, I, I still like the Giants, three and a half. I think Daniel Jones can get it done. I, I, I got a lot of faith in Dan, Danny Jones. My two picks to hopefully stay undefeated. I've got maybe a surprise one. Washington football team plus seven and a half at the Browns. They did uh, lose by 15 to the Cardinals, but it's the Cardinals. Everybody knows how good the Cardinals are. And the Browns, to me, just are a disappointment. They did get a win last last week against the Bengals, but it was too close for comfort for me. And I think the Washington football team can cover seven and a half with Antonio Gibson. Dwayne Haskins, even as lackluster as he is, I think he can cover it. Not to mention that defense line that Washington has is really scary. I think that propels them to at least cover the spread against the Browns. And now my second pick, Panthers plus six and a half at the Chargers. Now, everybody's on Justin Herbert and the amazing thing he did last week, and I'll give him all the credit in the world. But 
he the Chiefs didn't get a chance to prepare for him because they can they thought Tyrod was the starter. He only knew like 30 seconds ahead of time. So the Chiefs were caught off guard. I don't think they they didn't have a week to prepare. So the Chargers with their uh, the Panthers with their defense will get a week to look at what Justin Herbert did adjust. I think he won't do as good as he did last week, and I think that's what propels even without Christian McCaffrey the Panthers to cover six and a half. That, that that pick is is suspect to me. I, okay. I don't know. I, I like I like the Chargers to cover there. I, I think they found some newfound hope maybe in Justin mm-hmm. Herbert. There is the future. I was screaming from the mountaintops that they should be starting Justin yeah. Herbert uh, from the start of the season. So I like the Chargers to cover in that one. Uh, that might be that might be the one that gets you your first loss of the year. Maybe <laughs> the the only reason I say that I I'm a, I'm a fan of Justin Herbert. I'm not discounting him. I just think that the Chiefs were just kind of caught off guard. They didn't have time to prepare. Panthers, even as kind of suspect their defense is, at least gets to watch that film, gets to see what he did in college, and hopefully make adjustments. They still have Tay Bridgewater. They still got DJ Moore. They still got uh, Robbie Anderson back there. So I think they can at least cover cover at least a touchdown. Yeah, and, and you mentioned that the whole preparing aspect is a, is a whole other, uh, you know, discussion as well. You know, what, how does that affect a team? It definitely does because if you're, you know, the Chiefs defense, you've prepared for Tyrod all week. And, yeah, Justin Herbert and Tyrod are a little similar, but but still uh, it can be challenging. All right, Sam, got anything else before we close out uh, weekend prep this afternoon? Uh, nope. Uh, my fantasy football team, once again, won, as I mentioned last week, hoping to get another win tonight. I have James Robinson playing tonight, so hopefully he can at least get a touchdown, if not double-digit points. Other than that, I'm just excited excited to see what the the MAC uh, commit, committee kind of decides on whether to play football or not, because that affects both me and you and our MAC chin love. So hopefully we have answers next week. If not, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully on Monday we're sitting here talking about MAC football. I hope we are. And stay tuned. Our Twitter page. If the Mac decides to to play, we'll we'll be tweeting there and, and everything, and I'm sure you'll see it all over the internet. It'll be it'll be fun to watch it. I think they do return. I think they do. We'll get some Tuesday action in there uh, before the year's end. So that's gonna do it for me, Sam. Thanks for coming on as usual, Sam. We'll see you on Monday. See you. That's Sam Dillon. I'm Grant Covey. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Straight up Sports Talk on Twitter. Follow us there for all the latest content uh, and news surrounding the show. And uh, reach out to us if you have any suggestions for the show. We're always taking suggestions and would love your input about our show. So you can hit us up on Twitter there. That's going to do it. We'll see you on Monday, Monday Mayhem. We'll recap the weekend in the NFL and in college football. The SEC getting started should be fun to watch.